0: My wife's name was Lucille. She got me through. I didn't give her shit, and she got me through. Mm. Just life. Regular life. The bat. Mm. bat got me through this. So I named it after her. That's it. Nothing more to do with her than that. But it is the last little piece of her that I got left. Hello and welcome to another episode of Fan Critical. This afternoon we will be talking about the latest episode of The Walking Dead, season eight, episode fourteen. There's gotta be something. Uh tonight I am joined by John. You alright? Len. Hello. And I'm your host, Emma. We have literally just watched the latest episode of The Walking Dead, so everything we're talking about here is fresh and uh
1: apart from the episode.
0: Oh, oh. Murder. no joke, Jodie. And literally just reeling from the last 45 minutes of Walking Dead that we've watched. Um, a lot of characters in this episode and lots of things to talk about. Um, but but firstly... B- 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 <laughs> That's our folks.
1: That's
2: our <laughs> <laughs>
0: But firstly, uh, initial feelings on There's Gotta Be Something, John. Oh, just a load of rubbish. I hated
1: it. Pardon the pun again. I just...
2: Uh... There's too many scenes where it's just like, get on with it. Uh, you know, the Morgan stuff. I mean, it's obvious you guys sitting next to me, how I feel about that. It's just like, stop stringing it out. Like, just annoying. annoying. Move the story along. We were talking last week about having filler episodes. Um, and the one thing that I was looking forward to in this episode was, was Negan and, and Jadis. Mm, mm. Fucking shit. Like... What was that? I, none of it makes sense, and and some of it was just uh,
1: comical at times. Well, it was just
2: a wind up. Like they've got to be winding people up. My mm. like, just awful, awful episode.
1: Wow.
0: Then what but- no about you?
1: <laughs> I'm not going to go as harsh as John. I, I think it's. I, I, look, I don't think it's the worst episode of the se- of this half season. Um, and compared to some of the stuff we were getting in the last <clears throat> half season, I think it's better than that. But I do, I do just think there's just there were so many things in this episode that just didn't make any sense. Um, the Jadis and Negan thing, everyone, like, we put it out there on our Instagram, we put it out there on Facebook. I had over 65 responses about what Jadis and Negan was going to happen to Negan, right? Mm. Um,
0: None of them came true. Well,
1: people. some people did say, like, oh, we should just let him go. I mean, come on, man. Like, we need something a bit more interesting than that. We all thought he'd try and talk his way out of it. It felt like they were just using her capturing Negan as a device to show us the helicopter again. Mm. Potentially, that is the only reason why she, you know, captured him or... It, so it Even
0: that if, was pointless, though.
1: Yeah, but well, it, at least that's teasing something interesting. So I kind of yeah. like... We'll come on to that, but I kind of like what they're doing there, teasing this sort of other community or some link to a military group or something. Who knows? Yeah. That is interesting. Um I have a big problem with Rick's mentality in this episode, uh, which we'll come on to later. And the Morgan stuff, which, look, Lenny James, he's a fucking great actor, right? Mm, and he's yeah. given absolute trollop at times. And he's, he's, you know, I, I'm buying into the trollop because he's so good.
0: Right. Can you say trollop? Yeah. But how
1: many times do we have to hear the same speech from Morgan? We get it, mate. Yeah. yeah well, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's
2: yeah, I mean, not he even supposed a main to character. do something. He's just like, mm. it, just a peripheral character. Like, it, I don't care. I don't. I genuinely don't care. <laughs> this just fuck great. off, man. I. I so we've I've got done say, this before. I, I can't get my head around how this is acceptable. Mm. It's nonsense.
1: Okay. Um,
0: well, I was going to make a really terrible, terrible joke. So, God,
1: uh, God, how bad is it? I, I'm is it, drinking episode, a can
0: of dead pony club, and it's like flogging a dead pony. Yeah. Dead Horse yeah, okay. yeah. that's Hilarious. fine that's fine yeah <laughs> um, like, no, I mean, far worse yeah. yeah on a serious note uh, Lenny James is is a fantastic actor yeah. I think one of the best in this, this series in the show um, in the show yeah
1: he's one of the best actors they've got
0: absolutely absolutely um, <laughs> well I mean it is for Lenny James he's very good uh, yeah. but I, I do think that the visions thing was was stupid Um, some of it I quite like though I, I thought uh,
2: what of that did you like uh
0: I like when he went a bit mental and he was like, God, you that's fucking just, that's kill just him me and every, I don't time. die. And then he's like, oh, see, and he's I do he's done don't that die. before as well. Like... And I quite like it though. Uh, Terminated Morgan. No. Well, he's Terminator not really or, a Terminator. No, but he's, he doesn't he's die. More...
1: He, yeah, he, he, just, he believes he, he, he's never fortunate enough to die, is what he's saying at that moment. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I get what you mean.
0: I, um, but I, I quite, I like the way he plays it. Yeah. And I think if you're going to watch it, if you're going to watch that, series of events then mm. you have to enjoy a part of it and that's mm. what I enjoy Oh, no, what do you mean what like, if you watch it you have to enjoy it well you've got I mean you've got to try to otherwise you're just torturing yourself for 45 minutes well aren't you? yeah but
2: <laughs> this season will be over soon so but it's <laughs> well, a shame because like I mean did you say it's not the worst episode of this half season
1: no I, I still think the Gabby and Carson road trip episode is <laughs> worse I, I think
2: this is far worse because... I agree with John Um, the reason I think this is far worse is that yeah but they're shit characters you can't really do anything but certainly Dr. Carson (laughs) like just a nothing character expecting to die but Dr.
0: Carson V2 I mean
2: it's the The, second version of a shit character the set ups they have in this episode should be good and they're not
1: yeah, um, well, the Jadis Negan setup should be good, isn't? Yeah, the Rick going out stuff. Now there is something interesting there, which we're we'll to today, which I think is the strongest part of the episode, but also the most contentious part of the episode. Mm,
2: yeah, and uh, with that, at least it got a reaction out of me that was like, oh,
1: you were loving it, mate. You were laughing. You were like, <laughs> I wasn't you, laughing. No, you were. You were literally loving people get decapitated and stuff.
2: Well, that
0: was just gonna...
1: laughing in a like, this uh-huh. is silly. Uh, yeah.
0: So I think this might be the first time that we've all watched an episode for the first time together.
1: Yeah. It's, as a, for a podcast. For the first time. For the first time, yeah.
0: For the first time. <laughs> first time. I I, th- I think my only niggle about this episode, or well, one of my niggles, is that um, we've not really moved the plot along that much, apart from Negan. Well, he's... Um, he's yeah. we, we did, you know, last week and the week before, we moved the plot, and that was really you know, getting us somewhere. We've got two episodes left and uh, we've not got what we thought we were going to get. We haven't had Negan backstory apart from maybe well, one we got, sentence.
1: we got some spiel. I don't think we're getting that. The Negan backstory ain't no, happening. No, I happening. don't think it
0: is. So on that note, let's dissect this episode bit by bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about some key characters like we ordinarily do. Um First of all, I want to talk about Carol. Oh, yeah. So we see Carol interact with a few different characters this episode. Carol and Ezekiel, Carol and Morgan, and obviously Carol and Homicidal Henry. Um, Good character. There, there are two... <laughs> I mean, he's great, to be honest. Acting yeah. on point. Um, Better than last week, so... Yeah, yeah, slightly had no words, uh, really. Yeah. No speaking part to most of the episode. Um, but Carol and Ezekiel get two kind of book-ended uh, interactions here. We get initially where he's like, you, you're not going to go and look for crazy henry she's like nah fuck that shit he's dead gone yeah. and at the end she brings him back and it's like oh you did you're all brave <clears throat> yeah um john how did you feel about well carol ezekiel first and then we'll talk about the rest of carol's journey
2: well i mean as, as i said to len at the, at the end of the episode not skipping too far along but
0: it well, doesn't I matter like?
2: anyway this isn't it's done nothing with the plot but um why is not he gone
1: yeah, he he was making a big deal about it, right? Like, yeah. we need to go find him. Yeah, but then it was just
2: you. You need to, in a way. Yeah, and I couldn't stay here. Yeah, is that all right? Yeah,
1: no.
0: Why but do you I think he anyway. hasn't gone? Like, what? Why do you think he hasn't gone to look for Henry?
1: Budget. I reckon they couldn't afford to Budget. film with him anymore. Because <laughs> um, well, Corey Payton's too expensive. No, just like it's just easier for them to. Just, it's easier to block scenes if you've only got like two people on the road. If you've got Morgan, okay. Ezekiel, and Carol, it's it's harder work. I could easily see them just skimping out on that. Going, nah, this could be a fun Carol and Morgan thing because you know they've do had a they've had a they've had a dynamic about kill not kill going on for ages. Yeah, um, both of them flip flopping between those two oh, decisions. Kill,
0: Back not again. kill. Yeah, not um, kill.
1: Kill.
0: Do you think that plot line would have been better if Ezekiel had been there?
1: Hundred percent. Hundred percent. He's got a very big emotional connection to Henry <clears throat> after what happened to wow. Henry's brother. Um
2: that he has? Is he?
1: Well, it was supposed to. Yeah, well, but, that's what I mean. Yeah, like, well, he didn't leave. I mean, and... and I'm not going after him. If anything, it would have been quite cool to see Ezekiel out there on a journey on his own trying to find him. I mean, yeah. that would have been interesting because Ezekiel had that, you know, confidence, his confidence shaken when all his uh, the kingdom got mowed down. And then he had that turn of character when Gavin's men turned up and he tried to save <coughs> them all by, like, lighting the fires and... Then fighting back with Carol and Morgan. So he's he's hopefully on the up and it'd be cool to see him go out there and maybe, you know, tear some stuff up on his own. Yeah. Agreed. I quite
0: liked that conversation at the end between Carol and Ezekiel where it flipped around from where it had been before. Yeah. So Ezekiel reminding Carol that, you know, there is something and you have to you have to fight for this, that and the other, you have to pretend to <laughs> be what you need to be and Carol admitting that pretty much know. word for word what it was yeah yeah basically
1: probably was to be
0: honest um, <laughs> I actually I write the Walking Dead yeah uh, well, dialogue. that wouldn't surprise me at all well, Emma
1: at certain times during this episode I guess <laughs> the next lines I turned to John and said I could write this stuff I'm serious yeah, yeah
0: twice that happened it's yeah. so. not um, a compliment it isn't no but
1: I mean you know I've never done any professional writing
0: okay so some what of about... these guys have
1: just done like <laughs> Teletubbies
0: <laughs> so that's not even words no I know um I don't want to talk too much about the rest of Morgan's storyline, but what about the, the Carol and Morgan scene? So Carol follows Morgan out. She's like, well, if you're going, I'm going to go because I'm going to babysit you. And Morgan talks about how, you know, Carol saves people and she's there to save them and this, Mm. that and the other. And, and then they, they eventually part ways. Um, their interaction for me though, I quite enjoy seeing the two of them together because they're both mental. In a way. They're both good actors. Yeah. And they're both fantastic Um, actors. Like, um, Melissa McBride is, is great, yeah. and you know, she's got one of the the best character arcs, yeah, to an extent uh, until it's stalled. Um, it's a, not really going this. anywhere now, though, no, which, right. which is
1: why potentially she might be fodder in the season finale. <laughs> I be. mean, we've we've, we've touted this for the whole season, to be honest with you, that Carol's journey has sort of almost come full circle, and she's got no more growth. But then again, the line that she gives to Ezekiel at the end of the episode, admitting the death of her daughter and saying that she can Mm. try to be someone else. You could take that two ways. You could take that the way that, yeah, maybe there is more places for her to go. Like her and Ezekiel have a relationship blossoming, which has been happening for the whole season. Or you could take it the way that, you know, she's definitely going to die because she's finally come to terms with that pain.
0: I quite Um, like the fact that she said, uh, you know, I found myself before. And actually, if I fail, I can find myself again. I can find my way again. And that was a kind of a nice humanising yeah. element of, of Carol that we haven't seen for a really long time where she's admitted that she could fuck up and, and she'll still get back there. Um, yeah. but John, what did you think about the interaction between Carol and Morgan?
1: <laughs> Throughout the whole episode. Should we just yeah, we yeah. Just, yeah let's go through it for the whole episode? I think. Well,
2: look, I mean, I'm not sure. So there's only really
0: two distinct parts where they yeah. interact.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, yeah, but again, like, it doesn't bring anything new to, for me as a viewer.
1: It's the same argument. I've
2: seen this before. I don't want to see it again. As it was happening and ending, I was just like, "Come on, just speed this along." This is winding me up. He did
1: actually say that. Out Genuinely
2: loud. winding me up. Just like, "Come on, this isn't going anywhere." Like, this is nothing new.
1: This two seasons has been
2: on. It's ridiculous. Yeah.
0: It was a bit. Fo- the whole kind of splitting to two different roads was a bit forced, wasn't it?
1: Literally splitting down two different yeah. roads. I'm yeah. Got, yeah, yeah. It
0: wasn't even like.
2: No, there's like no subtlety subtle like in trying to be subtle there's no or, subtlety, or clever. No. It's just like that's the road where you know. Some he's gonna he's dead. He's gonna be dead down there. I'm not going down there. Um, okay, I'll go down here and kill people. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, see
1: ya. But, but, but Morgan and, and Carol, as we said, have have literally interchanged. See, I didn't use flip flop there. They've interchanged.
2: <coughs> flip flopping, yeah.
1: Oh yes, yeah, stand flip flopping, yeah. They they keep changing their views on killing and not killing, and you know it was that when Morgan first found Carol. Mm. Uh, it, you know it was the other way around it was it was morgan the ultimate pacifist and carol the, the, the you know the absolute machine killing, killing, machine killing machine who was just literally saving the whole community every time by herself by doing yeah. amazing cool things and very horrible things and now it's gone the other way um that you know and now they're trying to find a balance but it's been two seasons man mm. like what was that season five no six sorry and now what's that eight season eight come on
0: yeah, like, we're almost three seasons. No, when,
1: yeah. when when did the wolves attack the Alexandria community? That must be season six, right?
0: I think. Season yeah, it's before. Six, yeah.
1: It's pre degan Yeah, it's pre-egan. So here's the thing.
0: Can <laughs> you stop like shortening, shortening words. shit? Yeah, pre-egan isn't a thing. It's no, annoying. I think, I think
1: I think
2: that now is a thing on Twitter.
1: How many episodes is that? Hashtag pre-egan.
2: Okay, cool. discussing yeah. like, when it used to be good. No, but, um, but but
1: honestly, how many episodes is that? Think about it. It's almost. It's almost. 40. Well. It's almost like forty-eight episodes.
2: Mm.
1: <laughs> that is absolutely insane. Yeah, that is absolutely insane. That's almost forty hours of television. Mm. Come on, man.
2: Yeah,
0: well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's Game of Thrones has only been on life. for
1: fifty out, um, sixty hours of television. Mm. Come on.
0: <laughs> right. Well, on that note, uh, let's move on to talk about Morgan, shall we? Um, so we see Morgan interacting with Carol. We've got Morgan interacting with Rick. Uh, through a number yeah. of uh scenes in this episode yeah he's he's having a bit of a rough time again isn't he um i i mean i gotta say i can put up with the slightly repetitive uh thematics of his storyline because lenny james is fantastic but and, why and though? he does why, it but he does why, it how
2: can, you, how can you i'm not having a go at the actor but i'm not
0: because i i really like mental morgan
1: Mental Morgan, like homicidal
0: point Henry. To so,
2: the point where it's just the same all the time.
0: So he meets up with Rick and they get, you know, they get on side with each other, like, yeah, we'll, we'll go and get him, we'll go and kill him. all well, and they fuck saw Henry, we we'll don't give a like, shit about that.
2: Rick sees him and he's like, Ooh, whoa, hello. Oh, it's me, Rick. Oh, that was a bit on, weird man. Ridiculous, like, just shit. Like, I wouldn't want to hang out with someone that was so volatile. Like, if, if I thought he was going
0: to like attack me, mm. even though you can clearly see it's me. Is that why like, you keep cancelling on our nights out, John? Just annoys me.
1: Yeah. You
2: do, you annoy me.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> no, uh, I'll tell you what is interesting, though, is that. Um, I'm much more interested in the Rick and Morgan interactions, mainly because...
2: I you were about to say Rick
1: and Morty then. No, well, i uh, tell you what, I do yeah. fucking love that show. But um. <laughs> waka waka. R- yeah, Rick and... Rick and, uh, Rick and Morty, fucking Rick and, hell. Rick and, Rick, and Rick. Rick and Morty, yeah. Yeah, no, Rick and Morgan <laughs> is far more interesting to me than, than Morgan and Carol, because yeah. as I've said before, they share similar paths, like is in they both had a son and a fat and a wife and they lost those things and they saw each other at the start And it's about how, you know, Morgan, Rick found Morgan in that damaged state in Clear back in like season three and brought him back. And now he's gone crazy again. And Rick's gone to the crazy place and come back. And now he's gone to crazy again. And it's these two characters who have such intertwined fates and destinies like playing off of each other.
0: It's much more interesting. Their
1: stuff, honestly, when it became Rick and Morgan, I was a lot more bought into it. A lot more bought into it. I was like, okay, I'm really liking some of this dialogue better. Mm. I'm liking them being, you know, tied up. We'll come on to that later. Ooh. I'm liking all of that stuff a lot more. Just tie them up more.
0: But actually, I think you talk about what they've been through together. Towards the end of their interaction, um, or their scenes together in this episode, Rick turns to Morgan and says, why did you save me? And he repetitively asks him, why did you save yeah. me when we first met, rolling back right to season one? Yeah. And taking them back to the beginning of their relationship. Beginning of everything. And that, for me, actually was pretty powerful.
1: Yeah, and it makes complete sense because Rick will come on to, you know, his emotional state and his psychoticness in a bit. But he needed validation from Morgan because he, he, you know, very, again, not subtle, there's a mirror in that end scene. But let's um, let's talk about that in a bit. But there's some really interesting stuff to talk about with that.
0: The scent he is. Hey guys, sorry to interrupt your enjoyment of this podcast. I'd just like to say if you are having a good time listening to us talk about The Walking Dead, I know this week is a little bit more negative than usual, then you can subscribe to us on iTunes, other major podcast apps. We bring out loads of other content. It's not just Walking Dead, we're covering loads of feature films in the next couple of months. We're about to launch our coverage of Ready Player One, and we'd love for you to listen. You can subscribe on any of these apps, and it'll just automatically download to your phone. So make the most of it enjoy it and thanks so much back to the podcast I think we've probably covered most of the Morgan stuff without talking about Rick so let's let's go through Rick's uh, trajectory in this episode if that's okay with you yeah, yeah yeah you know, like you're not happy with
1: no that. no I'm happy with that I'm thinking
0: <laughs> um, so we we first see Rick uh, with Michonne back at the hilltop Um, and it's you know focused all around Carl's letters Michonne's urging him to read his letter and and, and he can't he won't won't talk about what Carl's written because he can't bring himself to read it can't do it he can't do it can't do it no which is thanks Um, and I'm a little frustrated I have to admit at this point that we're what six episodes in Mm. and he's not read the letter yet
1: well he did have a scene a couple of episodes ago where he was reading the letters I don't know whether he just read the one to Negan um, and that's when he radioed Negan. I think he said, just read Negan's. Letter. Yeah, well, fair enough. He hasn't read the letters yet. I mean, I, I'm I'm worried about Michonne. I want Michonne to be a thing, you know. I want them to be together. Why? I like it, mate. He can't bring himself to read the letters, right?
0: He can't, and obviously Michonne is so much, so much more able to deal with her emotional turmoil in this situation, yeah. and and let herself read her letter, Seems which so she not, obviously is. Yeah. Yeah, um, but Rick on the other hand can't. I mean, Len, what do you what do you think about that?
1: Well, th- this is Rick refusing to uh, refusing to really move on from obviously Carl. It's still very raw. I mean, in the timeline, it's probably only been like two days or something silly since he actually died. Yeah, um, four hours. Yeah, it could be with the show. Who knows? But like, uh, he he refuses to read the letter. He refuses because he knows what he knows deep down what Carl is going to ask him to do. Yeah. He knows that Carl is going to ask him to find a way, to find balance, to, you know, get, not it's not Star Wars, uh, but to get like, all these communities together and find peace with Negan and somehow work something out. Rick doesn't want to do that because for him, he doesn't see that as a possibility. And the moment he knows that he reads that letter, he's going to have to start considering what his dead son wanted.
2: Yeah.
1: that's the That's the crux of it. That's why he refuses to read the letter and he leaves the house with his... Cool rick jacket, which I love, uh uh and his his gun. And you know what he's gonna do the moment he leaves he leaves the compound. But
0: yeah, well he's going after the saviours, isn't he? Yeah. Because he wants to exact revenge on the thirty six saviours that have escaped or Well, some they stayed they
1: behind, so there's probably only about fifteen or something yeah, now. half ha- of them, yeah. A
0: large handful or two. Um yeah. so he asked Alden, Al. Alden.
1: Alden, yeah, the, Alden. the the Brooklyn nice guy.
0: I quite like him. Yeah, I like him, I fine. I think he's interesting. I fine think addition. They're obviously positioning him as a, with a very similar mindset to Maggie.
1: Yeah, love interest for Maggie, perhaps. Yeah.
0: ooh, sexy time. Sexy, sexy time. Uh, and he suggests where they might go, so this is where Rick goes off into the forest, meets Morgan, then they're ambushed by the remaining saviours, and then they wake up tied up in some random barn somewhere. Yeah. With a bunch of the saviours, including Jared, his uh, name is Jared <laughs> 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 Wrong Jared Creepy All over again Still looking good um, <laughs> And there's a bit of kind of uh, Decisive dissent Between the saviours here Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and Rick offers respite For them Let's go we, we can We can we can treat that wound At the hilltop We can We can save you At good the offer. hilltop Good offer mm-hmm. uh, What did you think When that happened John? Uh, I
2: thought yeah that's uh, that's good he's he's taken on board what uh who's who's the pretty boy Alden. uh is that what his name is yeah he's definitely going to try crack on with maggie. maggie yeah 100% 100% so I was like that's that's a good 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 proposition um and I could see that the others would want to go for it and uh, obviously that dick wouldn't. Jared.
0: But... Do you think that... His name is...
2: <laughs> <commented> <laughs> do you think, every time, but... Do you
0: think if the other saviours had gone for it, Rick would have honoured it?
1: Well, this is the interesting part because... Well, no. I don't think well, he would have ever honoured it, but that's that just such a difference of the character of the comics. It's driving me insane now. Like, Rick's been pretty consistent, like, from comics to show. Like, you always question some of the things that he does. Mm. Mm um and that's what's great about him he's this great character who's learning along the way how to become the best leader he can be for everybody um but this for me was too far like even when he said you know all oh, you got's a man's word he said that before to someone and he's and and he's and he stuck by it and he stuck by it and now he's done it and you know he they were up for going back like even alden the pretty boy brooklyn one that you mentioned john he even was <laughs> like yeah, don't kill anyone you don't need to kill but that moment when the walkers break in and then like they've him and morgan just like cleaning up like you know they like they're on like level and then they eight. Fall they're back. on a like, level cap you've got like morgan and rick on level cap and these guys <laughs> these guys are absolute noobs, noobs coming in at level 10 <laughs> give them all your guns they'll sort us out it's like fortnite give them all your gear it's going to be fine and then before you know it rick just looks round at morgan Puts a hatchet in the guy's fucking neck. I
0: didn't even notice him look at Morgan. He just I gave just a little saw look him. around his shoulder. I saw him fall like... back and just throw the hatchet in that bloke's neck. Oh my. <laughs> and I was like, John what?
1: John was literally laughing again.
0: I have to say. I didn't hear what happened next because John was laughing. I mean, it, come on, I, Rick,
1: this is. Negan is looking like a saint at the moment, wow, and Rick. Come well, on, man. and Rick. Rick is looking like an absolute mass murderer. Like Negan wouldn't do what Rick just did. He wouldn't.
2: Well, you know, and they, and, they attacked him first and had him tied up. So,
1: well, know, look, I'm I'm saying that is also fair, but you know, he talked his
2: way out by lying and yeah, then killed them. Yeah, look, know, it's I just all, all fair in in, uh, in Love and more you know. So
1: I, I agree with you in some respects, but the Rick Grimes who makes these mistakes that we talk of. this is a massive one this isn't there's, a mistake there's one
2: it's... bit where <laughs> i think it's the guy that actually uh, got the hatchet in the back yeah he to... was the one that shot the zombie that was about to to, to, to bite rick yeah, to bite rick yeah. so i rick... mean obviously it wouldn't have bit rick because you know rick's like a god but um but then to look at him and then give him that nod. Give him a little nod, like, yeah, "Yeah, it's
1: all right, cheers for that, mate, and then hatchet him in the
2: neck. Yeah, cheers for that. But I suppose,
0: if you think about the storyline of this episode, you know, waiting till Rick is ready to read the letter from Carl, he can still make these stupid mistakes and choices to go back on his word until he's read that letter, because after that, he has no excuse. Is it a mistake, though? I don't think it is. I Actually, I think what he did was completely right. Well.
1: For me, for me, <laughs> your numbers are dwindling. Um, you, you've got like a handful of guys there, six or seven guys who are going to go back to the hilltop with you. They're noobs, though. They're noobs, that's the massive problem. You're going to have to level them up, yeah. get them trained up quick. You've only got about a day or two. Yeah. Uh, they're going to have to be on doing massive shifts, give them some Red Bull. I They'll mean, honestly, fast. you've probably
0: got about four hours.
1: Yeah, and like, I just think well, he didn't well. need to do it. Like one of them just saved him. <laughs> Come on, man! He's the first to go. He's the first. He gets a hatchet in the neck for that. He's like, <laughs> he's thinking, "I'm in you Rick's good books here. Maybe I'll get a lieutenant position yeah. or something." Like giving that little <gasps> nod, ah, oh, dead. I mean, right. so it's questionable what's going on there. Um, well, I mean,
0: you know, Rick the prick.
1: Well, they called him Rick the prick, and it's Jared's fault, you know. Well, right. so yeah.
0: we, can we talk about Jared a little bit?
1: Yeah, we could talk about Jared. Um, well,
0: there's only one
2: thing really to talk about
1: with Jared.
0: That particular no. <laughs> Uh So. Obviously, Rick and Morgan split off uh, just after the kind of kick-off of this fight. Can you stop giggling? It's a different Jared. <laughs> different Jared. Um, and Morgan goes after Jared because uh, it's revenge and, he, and he's got you because Homicide Henry is obviously dead. Well, spoiler alert, he's not. Yeah. Um, <gasps> ah! um and, uh, and, he, and he almost gets bested by Jared. There's a pointy stick right by his throat. But no, no, no. Morgan's got superhuman strength, throws him off him, uh, traps him behind a gate and holds him there until he is eaten by a horde of zombies. Yeah, that was
1: sweet though. Fucking yeah, sweet, that was wasn't good. it? That, yeah. That's a justified wasn't that, kill. Wasn't like,
0: beautifully sweet revenge?
1: <clears throat> but that's a justified kill, right, John? You, you buy into that kill being completely justified, the death of Jared.
2: Well, I'm not saying that the other one isn't justified. Fine,
1: well, no, but no, you that's... think Jared is definitely justified, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's been. A I, I don't know
2: if you. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's satisfying to watch as a viewer. I think it's a bit mad to hold someone there as you're getting eaten. I mean, that is that's he's far gone. He's far I gone. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, it was great to watch because he's a shit character anyway. He's like Jared's just too. He's too far the other way.
1: Yeah, like, mm. it's like it was, like you said in the episode. I think we watched it. If you say asswipe one more time,
2: yeah, like yeah.
1: Like, why is he saying words like that?
2: Uh, was it
1: well, like ass wiping ass hat? Like, yeah,
0: because you can't come on, say. On, man. Can you say asshole on? No. Well,
1: clearly not.
0: Probably can. Ass hat.
1: I think Negan says it quite a lot.
0: Yeah. Asshole.
1: But yeah, Jared's death. uh Great. That's a great zombie death. Yeah, That's I mean, what you like, want. glad to get him out of the way. That's cause... what you want.
2: Otherwise, he'd pop up in an episode. Yeah, in ne- in next season, two seasons time. Yeah, and it'll just be get a whole a episode to himself.
0: Again. Yeah, yeah. And he was an arsehole. Mm. I'll yeah. say it if AMC can't, Irrede- he, was he was an arsehole. irredeemable character. So right at the end of this skit, uh, you get obviously Morgan kills Jared as we just talked about, and and Rick just goes on a rampage uh they meet back up together to head back to the hilltop and this is where we get the conversation where where rick is asking repeatedly to morgan why did you save me why why did you save me and morgan just won't answer and then all of a sudden i know where he goes because my son was there yeah and i think that really throws us back to who morgan was before everything really kind of destroyed him, before he lost his son, before yeah. he lost his way. You've
2: done that it, arc already. Like, but that, it's, That's, it's trying that's to, my issue.
1: Well, it's trying to say to Rick, <clears throat> I did what I did for my son, to show my son that there is a better way to do things. Yeah. And that is telling on Rick, because he's like, that's what I tried to do for Carl for mm. all that time. Let me look in this mirror quickly. And then, yeah, the mirror's a bit... <laughs> the broken mirror... And Rick, looking all grizzled, covered in blood, I have to say, is a bit (laughs) on the nose in terms of direct. First time in a mirror. Yeah, Um, but I like the way, like we said earlier, with the fact that um, Morgan and Rick are essentially have essentially had the same sort of journey, same sort of tragedies before them, and they've also had psychotic breaks. Morgan is, you know, deep into psychotic break now. Loves it. And Rick is also the same, hence why the team up of them slaughtering everyone was kind of brutally cool. But yeah. you know, they're also useless um, to each other. Yeah, they But Rick hopefully will see
0: yeah.
1: after the, what he's just done and reading that letter and looking in the mirror. <laughs> hopefully, he will see <coughs> that what he's got to do. Is what Carl wanted.
0: But also, could you not look at it the other way and that Morgan is saying, I saved you then because my son was there, but what the fuck does any of it mean now because he's gone and I'm a fucking lunatic?
1: Yeah, but I'm hoping that Rick will look at that and go, well, that society is never going to work if everyone like that is in it. Hopefully. Hopefully, Rick looks towards the future and building something.
0: There is a chance that he also takes that as fuck this shit, I'm just going to go mental.
1: Yeah, I mean, if that happens, that's, you know, another divergent. But we'll just just keep diverging from the comics as much as we want until before you know it, it's its own shit, very shit version of it.
0: (laughs) What kind of shit show is this? Um, So let's talk about Jadis and Negan, shall we? Um, So in the the preview last week, we saw Jadis walking in to see Negan uh, lying in one of the storage containers she's carrying, Lucille, um, and that's kind of all we saw. Then this episode, we get a few kind of dotted around scenes of Jadis and Negan in the dump. Um, he's on some weird trolley. Uh, there's a, there's a, a trolley zombie. That was fun. A trombie. A trombie. Hmm. trombie. <sighs> um, And... A lot of very interesting interactions uh, that, that are going on back and forth between them, where I think they're trying to give a bit more substance to Jadis and a bit of a backstory to Negan. I mean, John, what did you think about the kind of first few scenes of interaction between the two of them? <clears throat>
2: um, so I like a little setup. I like a little uh, bedroom.
0: What's our IKEA bedroom all about?
2: It's nice, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's really clean.
2: Yeah, it's been done up really nice. A uh, very popular thing to do now, to um, to use the big old storage containers storage containers, and yep. turn them into houses yeah. and rooms and stuff. So, Definitely in London, so yeah. I think that is what they're getting at. They're saying that that is cool. Yeah, that's, the saying, that is, that's the future. That's the future. That's the future. That's what you need to be doing. Um, and then obviously you've got Lucille, a little bit singed. But I mean apparently this is the bat that just doesn't ever take any significant damage. Mm. Um <laughs> it's a it's
1: a very, you know, high level weapon. Once oh, again Yeah, I
2: mean it's a very expensive uh, baseball bat, clearly. Yeah. Um But look, like <clears throat> their their scenes as a whole I, I thought were, were dreadful. Um but but there there is a there's a peak dreadfulness to it.
0: Is it where all of a sudden uh, Negan has taken hold of a gun, a flare and a selection of photographs? Well, yeah, I mean, that's
2: a cheat code. That's like, a cheat if, code. If this yeah. is a
0: video game and... Just for our viewers' benefit, we have just recorded a podcast on Ready Player One, <laughs> hence the numerous references to gaming here. Numu, Numu. But,
2: uh, I mean, look, he's tied up, he's on the ground... Uh, it's, I'm pretty sure it's the same scene, is it not? It doesn't even cut away for ten minutes. No, no. it
1: basically he sort of scuttles, scuttles out of scene. Across
2: a little bit, struggling
1: badly. She comes back with trolley zombie. Yeah, and then he suddenly out of armed. nowhere in one hand yeah, he's got a gun. In the other zombie. hand, yeah, yeah, trolley zombie comes out and then yeah. the shot gets fired.
0: Yeah, he fires a shot at her. So you're like, what is this? Shot? You know I didn't even notice the shot get fired. Well, well I didn't
2: the first time. We had to when rewind we, it. When, yeah, when we and we did rewind
0: <laughs> it. So we then was, we think... were
1: baffled. How did he get the stuff? So yeah. I think
0: the point is 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 supposed to be that trolley zombie comes out. Jadis runs behind the trash because shots been fired. Negan at some point, either before, after, or somewhere in between, this has scuttled around, got to the suitcase, well, dragged often. out a no, load definitely dated. definitely before all that. <laughs> before or during this was what I meant to say. Before or during this, he scuttled around towards the suitcase, got the gun, the flare, and a selection of photographs in the space of nanoseconds.
1: But his hands were tied, man. But they're not
0: anymore.
1: Now he could somehow get them free.
2: Also, if he gets hands Has out... Has he got he the
1: could, photos on that
2: side as well? It doesn't make any sense. They should all be spilt here. Yeah,
1: the scene blocking well, the very, is awful. Yeah, that, it, I mean, that was terrible. You can but
2: you can't throw every...
0: You wouldn't throw individual photographs. However... makes it make sense? <laughs> However, uh, the photographs, I think, are a bit of a homage to Negan's photographing his victims. Um... And trying somehow to make a connection between the two of them, showing that Jadis has some kind of memories. She's got photographs. There's something more to her than just being weird. Um, But I don't think it worked. Well,
1: no, you you didn't. The only bit that worked about having the... Look, I I agree with everything that John said in terms of it's ridiculous finding the stuff. But the, the way the photographs work is he does tie it back to what Lucille is to him. Um, which is why I don't think we're going to be getting the Negan backstory anytime soon. Mm. Um, because you've pretty much heard the most emotional part of it. And the part <clears> from <throat> the comics is the most emotional is the fact that, yeah, Lucille is named after his, his wife. Um, and the fact that he, you know, he was a bit of a dick to his wife, but his wife always kept him well, I mean, know, he, he's on the said, right track.
0: She got me through shit. She, she got, got me through yeah. life and I gave her shit.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that's a nice emotional line from him. And it's Jeffrey Dean Morgan also once again showing us that he's got a lot of range and he is able to dial Negan back and actually be an actual human being at times. And that's why the photographs are important. Look, I think it shouldn't have come up in this ridiculous fucking situation. Um, it could have been saved for something far more powerful. If Negan was having that conversation with Rick, for example, that's a lot, That like in a season finale... That's a powerful moment because that might actually sway Rick from thinking, Wait, maybe this guy isn't a homicidal maniac, he's actually a person with emotion, and da, 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 like me. But yeah, anyway,
0: so there's another element of these scenes that we need to talk about, which, um, which is the helicopter. The helicopter's back. Yeah, that's
1: all right. I like still that.
0: with zero explanation. Yeah, clearly, Jadis is not freaked out by it. She mm. she knew that what those flares were for. They were there to yeah to attract the helicopter. She's
2: waiting at a specific time.
0: Yeah. Do yeah. we have any idea who this helicopter is related to? Wow. Any I've... any concepts? Any theories? <clears throat> I'm,
1: Do we I, think it's related
0: know. to Georgie?
1: I'm not well. I'm. I've got nothing to go on in the comics here. about this helicopter. So no. No. I'm going to guess for you guys. I would say being linked to Georgie is a strong bet. Um, obviously, the IKEA container that uh, Jadis seems to actually live in um,
0: felt quite military, didn't felt, it? Felt
1: felt very probably military or very, like part of some other community. That this mm-hmm. is all a front. This is like a a, a sort of way of discovering maybe the trash people are like just like they are so they can try and find new communities and sense which ones are the good ones and which mm. ones are the bad ones and then tell the people who are in this other community they're like a, the, the front door to get into yeah. other another but, group of communities like
2: the, the project has failed so now i want to go back to the other place
1: basically. yeah exactly but and there, that, and-
0: there's a flaw to that theory though in no. the
1: I know what the flaw you're going to say is in the fact that Jadis almost killed all of Rick's group. Back yeah, then. yeah. I mean that, but that could just be terrible writing. I'm just not putting that past. No, no.
0: I mean, but, but if you think about it logically, there is a flaw to that theory in that. Um, however, you know, not a bad shout. Um, I, I do think it's linked to Georgie
1: I have, and their well, Group. Oh. That would make sense. I mean, if you were plotting, you know, if you were like plotting the season and you introduced that new Georgie character and you seeded the helicopter also in the back half of last season. Mm. You know, it would make sense if they have all sort of linked somehow. Hopefully.
2: Uh, I, I I buy into that idea that, you know, if the trash people are supposed to be a, a peace-loving project looking for new people, it doesn't really make sense that they would join up and start killing others. But yeah. look, who knows? Maybe they went rogue.
1: Maybe they went rogue.
2: Yeah.
0: But also, you've got to do whatever it takes to survive, right?
1: Yeah, just survive somehow. Enid lives by that Don't you create Enid, don't you? Enid do. Enid do.
0: Um, I want to cover a bit of Daryl and Tara. Yeah. So we talked last yeah. week about how Tara had bizarrely flip flopped uh, in a completely different direction cool. uh, on her opinions with Dwight. And right at the beginning of the episode, she turns around and goes, "Oh, it's, it's been a day, and I'm not sick." Yeah, that's shit as well. Like, I forgot all about that. But also, like, it's clearly told is... us how much time has passed, which is really helpful. Thank you.
2: But like, surely it should be quite a
0: powerful thing.
2: Like, yeah. you could
0: you could even have strung that out, like. Um, they
2: think she's going to die, and then it's like, uh, well, actually, the doctor's cleared me."
0: Well, we haven't got enough episodes oh, left my for God. that. Oh, yeah. but, but like, that was not having any of this shit. Well, he compare, will not. compare this
2: to what Len was talking about last week in the in the comic. You've got mm. uh, you've got Rick that takes that shot in like some of the last frames of of the, uh, of the issue. Yeah, of the issue. It's the last
1: shot of the issue. You'd, much. you'd
2: you'd see that and you'd be like, "Oh my god!" And yeah. I imagine they sort of string it out over the next couple of issues. But
0: like, uh, can we can we talk about that?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, how, it's open knowledge how now. How does
0: that get strung out? It, Do well, basically,
1: basically, Rick Rick does not get infected clearly, and it was Dwight, yeah. it's Dwight that also <clears throat> shoots them. But that says to Rick that, you know, Dwight is still on their side. It confirms the fact that he's got a double agent still. But it also is emotional because it is Rick Grimes. Like Negan thinks the war is over. And there's this amazing moment that comes up, you know, when Rick walks out and he's still alive. And Negan's just like, what the fuck? How Mm. is this man? I've tried everything to kill this guy. Mm. I've thrown everything I've got at him. (laughs) And he's still fucking alive. And that is what leads to this amazing climax, which I'm sure we're building to with all that war.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What? Um, But, I mean, Daryl's not having any of this, is he? he. And actually, one of the things he turns around and says to Taro is, well, it doesn't work every time. Oh, it's like, interesting it's as not well. like a bite. It doesn't work every time. That's interesting. And that would be fine. But what is that based on? Then? Well, it's based on nothing. My point being, it'd be fine if we'd have had some kind of uh, history of infection by Walker Blood at yeah. some point. Well... But we haven't. There's a lot Have of, we? There's
1: a lot of mixed messages going on here, which is why, as I said when it happened like last week whatever, it's contentious in the comics. It's contentious in the show. Like, we said it's silly that a bit of Walker Blood getting in a wound could turn someone right we but we all agree Mm. with that and we put it out on we put it out on uh facebook as well everyone's response was that not no tara won't turn but also a lot of responses were to do with the fact that the walker blood is just so inconsistent in terms of a a plot device and they've said several times during the show that it's only the saliva that turns and Robert Kirkman originally said that as well, and then it got changed in the comics. So <clears> there is a reason to be angry with it as a plan, right? There is a genuine reason to be angry with it. However,
0: so do you think Daryl is representing the audience Maybe. There?
1: Maybe Daryl is, because he's like, you know, sometimes it works, but sometimes it doesn't work. It's sometimes
0: like, it doesn't. What about Bill?
1: You're strong. You're strong. You're strong. That's why it didn't work. It's like, well, that's not the reason, is it? Like, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't no. work that way. It's not cold. So, yeah, I can understand why people are angry about it, but hopefully... We won't see this warfare again.
0: So then we get a little bit of a kind of off-piece scene where we get uh Rosita, Diane, Maggie and Daryl yeah, having this right. very minimal conversation about where they go next. And and Daryl mentioned something about, you know, we have to go hand to hand, we've got no we've got no weapons left, this, that and the other, and then Rosita brings up the thing we saw in the trailer last week. Well they've got our bullet maker. <laughs>
1: Hmm. Um, yeah that's good
0: then we see nothing about that for the rest of the episode right until last couple of scenes
1: Yep, last, last yeah last scene pretty much um,
0: so Rosita and dara obviously decide to go off on, the, on their own and, and deal with the Eugene scout situation scout out
1: the uh, bullet making yep. area
0: and I don't know about you guys but I assume they were going to go and you know, rescue slash kidnap Eugene. No way.
1: No, they're, no, they're,
2: they're, going,
0: they're going there
1: to kill him. I mean, they're, they're fully at this point. Honestly, you've
0: got to say it surprised me. No,
1: they're fully at this point. I mean, you've got to think about it this way. Eugene tried to prove that he was sort of doing the right thing by releasing Gaby and Dr. Mm. Carson. Gaby. But yet Gaby is now somehow... Blind and working.
0: Where is Gabe? <laughs> he's
1: working as a bullet maker, blind and useless. And Dr. Carson's dead, so he never made it back to Hilltop. So, as far as they understand it, Eugene is still full on savior mode. Yeah. Um, and Rosita's had it at this point. Like, she's had it probably.
2: I, I can't wait to see the state of bullets that,
1: that Ga- um, Gabe is making. making a... um, the amount of backfires that are going be going on. Well, he's not <laughs> making
0: bullets, he's, he's sorting cases and shit. Well, still. Hell, uh... He's blind, basically. Yeah, feel by feel.
1: He's using the power no. of faith, which uh, is are fair enough, blind
0: yeah. people who paint with their f- toes.
2: Okay, but Why are they doing that? They can still have hands. We're talking about someone that's just gone it's blind.
0: Okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, that's not how it works. It's I think it's like, to do with whether you know, can put your finger last last in it or hold it. I'm
2: amazing. That's it doesn't work that um,
0: way. Um probably shit <laughs> is the sum of it. I, I genuinely though, I was surprised I I really thought they were going on a kind of kidnap mission. We'll have him, he's I, gonna fucking make bullets well, for that if we get
1: That's back. the interesting part because obviously we said it last week one of the most interesting sort of economies that you could have or things that you could produce in the zombie apocalypse is making bullets it is probably Mm -hmm. as valuable as food especially with the amount of like rival communities that you might come across that might want a war with you yeah if you've got someone making an endless supply of ammunition and you can teach other people to make ammunition that's invaluable you're not going to necessarily find that in a book you know um Georgie probably hasn't even put that down in the book. She just cares about windmills and mills and all that sort of stuff. so (laughs) so, living. Yeah, living, not actually killing people. So capturing Eugene is of paramount importance to Rick and Co. Paramount importance. They're not going to find a bullet maker again easily. But
0: they're not going to capture him. They're going to kill him.
1: Well, that's where they want us to go. You don't take out the machines.
0: You take out the man.
1: Yeah, well, that's where they want us to go. I mean, that's what they think. think, But If
0: you leave this storyline to uh, Darren and Rosita, then Eugene is going to die.
1: Yeah. And I nobody mean,
0: knows they're there and they're doing that. So, you know.
1: It could be extremely interesting next week. I'm looking forward to... Well, I'm not looking forward to seeing Eugene because his dialogue annoys the hell out of me and he's much more interested in the comics. Fucking love him. I
0: mean,
2: we've already seen the promo for... <laughs> or one of the promos for next I week. I think
0: it's great.
2: That uh, is a painful scene to watch.
1: Yeah, but I am looking forward to see what Rosita and Dal do because I care about Rosita, I care about Dal, And they're good fun together. They are quite good fun together. Know, they're
0: reckless. I yeah. have no
2: complaints about... Uh, those two scenes in this episode
1: yay
0: so um, I've got two more scenes I want to talk about or sets of scenes so Negan driving back to the sanctuary he stops (laughs) opens door and picks somebody up
1: that's weird who
0: the fuck's he picked up here he hasn't even moved Lucille off the off the seat who's he picked up because when he turns up at the sanctuary he's on his own and he tells the guy on the gate don't tell them I'm here hmm 'Cause he wants it to be a surprise. Yeah, it's full of surprises. The fuck has he picked Who up? Who's he
2: picked up there? Is I'm... there like some a guard or what? Some random that I don't know, got away when Dwight
0: But no one important enough has. Yeah. Have they?
1: Is it anyone from Rick and Co.'s massacre that's just stumbled back? Maybe it's maybe Jared is still alive, but bit into shit. Definitely not. He got bit on the neck. Yeah, I know, but I I just don't know who it could be. So the
0: only people I could think it could be would be like Simon or Dwight or one of the other lieutenants. It's definitely not Simon. Simon would have killed him. But it's also not Dwight because we see in the trailer, spoiler warning, that he kind of creeps up on Dwight and freaks him out. So who the fuck is it? Oh. What? Is it um,
2: Dwight's wife, Sherry? Yeah.
1: Oh my God!
2: Fuck, that's
0: a great shout!
1: Wow, John, that's, that's that, that. Sorry, spoiler warning. Because he mentioned Sherry the previous week. We saw mm. the cigarette. You know, the previous couple that, weeks ago. Actually, that's genius. Um. And also,
0: that would fuck Dwight up no end if Sherry was back under the thumb of Negan.
1: Mm. Oh my God! Or it and, could, or uh, just thinking about well, it. Dwight said he killed her. It could he? be the one that got away that saw Dwight shoot all the saviors. That woman. When they attacked, no, well, yeah, she's dead, isn't she? No, she's not dead. She she drove off and and, then, and she never came back. So that could be her. And as doesn't well. he
0: say right. like you look you look rough? You or look something. rough. So it yeah. could
1: be the one that Dwight you know double crossed and got caught. Shit, actually, now with. that's
0: really exciting. Now
1: and then that's why it's even more bad for Dwight. Oh my god, maybe because also, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> you
0: ladies look rough. You, Get you, in <laughs> my car. Yeah,
1: well that is Neg- <laughs> that is Negan's way. No.
0: So that I mean, interesting. Is it Sherry or is it? Whoever she was,
1: very very interesting, and I think <clears throat> my, both my first, of those. My possible. first
2: thought was uh, that one that. Well, yeah, I mean, you've just confirmed that she got away. Yeah. Um, you think she's dead? No, she definitely oh, I got think away. She's dead? No, she definitely got away. Yeah, but okay. So and again, that, like this was this was one of my main issues when Dwight went back to
1: the Saviors. Yeah, because I was like, if she ever comes back, yeah, he's in trouble. Yeah, and and I think we're gonna see that. I mean, I, I fear for I like Dwight. I fear for him now. I I really do fear for him.
0: Do you um, come across this sort of fear in the comics? This fear for Dwight in the comics too. Mm,
1: At this point, you have they imagine that Dwight is a far more fleshed out character in the in the show. To be honest with you, than he is in the comics. I mean, we only get a couple of like parts of here and there where you see his distrust in Le- in Negan's saviour complex and mm. the way he treats people and obviously he also still has half an ironed face. So he's got a lot of resentment towards Negan. It doesn't Negan. go
0: away easily. No. no,
1: it doesn't go away. Like he said a couple of episodes ago, yeah, you know, he he you know he kept fucking my wife and ironed my face. So yeah, I never thought about <laughs> killing him. Of course, he, of course he has, you know. So it's what Dwight is less less fleshed out in the in the in the comics but you don't really care what happens to him all you really care about is that Rick's group wins and he is a very integral part of that you know of helping Rick to overcome this threat of Negan
0: excellent so we've got two episodes left of season 8b um obviously we've got the season finale we've got the penultimate episode of the season next week um, having just had that discussion about who Negan picked up, I'm doubly excited for yeah. next week's episode, uh, largely because I really want to see Sherry back, uh, and I'm determined that that's who he's picked up. No, uh, I, I Could be anyone, though. Could be... Probably the other person. Could be anyone, a and stop. it's an interesting, uh, bit of intrigue for us to think about. So we've all watched the trailer. Yeah. Uh, a few things that come up for next week, uh totally forgot what happens.
2: So Negan walks down the steps and uh, as he's whistling and Dwight turns around
1: and sees him yep. and looks like he's shit scared. <laughs> yeah. As you would be. Yep. Um, and you also have uh, the hilltop preparing for what we believe to be the final battle. And we have Negan describing how they are going to take the hilltop. If we're going to take the hilltop, we do it XYZ. Mm-hmm. So you can see that basically this ep- this setup this episode is going to be a set up for this final encounter that we hope we're going to get and pray to God that all out war finishes Um,
0: something is clearly going to happen with Eugene I think in next episode pre finale yep Um, and
1: you know hopefully we're going to see Lucille in action because Simon ain't getting away from this one uh, Simon looked like he was planning some sort of coup
2: coup
1: yeah
0: a serious coup i think so lots of things to look forward to in the penultimate episode of season eight b um but that's us for today thank you very much for listening as always you can tune in to us on our website fancritical.com itunes other major podcast apps you can follow us on instagram fanland critical twitter at fan pod uh or log on to our website and subscribe to all of our content there thank you very much for listening to us this afternoon talking about the latest episode of The Walking Dead we will be back next week as well as later this week releasing some content on (laughs) Ready Player One which was released last week lots of interesting things to listen to but I have been joined by Len thanks guys and John see ya and I've been your host Emma see you next week
1: see ya